Good morning on Friday, April 29th. I cannot believe that May is just around the corner. That's crazy. We've got some seasons finishing up here. Well, we have the NBA game. Uh, we're going to pass on that. There's one playoff game there that I won't touch it with a 10-foot pole. We've got the NHL season ending today, essentially. There's one makeup game Sunday. I don't know that there'll be a play on that. And then, of course, a very, very short break until the playoffs. So, speaking of which, let's jump into NHL. Uh, overall, a good day yesterday, uh, including the parlays, uh, and that included baseball as well. Um, what do we have here? We have St. Louis and Vegas, and then we have Colorado, Minnesota. Both of those teams, meaning St. Louis and Minnesota, are essentially playing for home ice against each other. Against each other, you should want home home ice. On the other hand, their opponents, Vegas, now those are the home teams, St. Louis, Minnesota. The opponents, Vegas and Colorado, Colorado has zero to play for here. Zero. You can talk about momentum going in the playoffs, but really there's there's nothing to be gained for Colorado here. I can't imagine they're playing anybody in this game of consequence. Vegas, they essentially gave up while they still had a chance to make the playoffs. Either that or just in such disarray that there's nothing to be saved from them. You would expect the coach to be the guy that takes the fall here. So it's pretty simple here. Minnesota and St. Louis are the winners. Money line plays. They they get it done. Uh, you can split that up, by the way. St. Louis, part regulation, part money line, just because it's a little expensive. Minnesota, minus 110. It's going to move up. I cannot see many people betting on Colorado in this situation. Then we've got two more games that have value. Now, there's I should clarify. There are other games with value. There's, the Eastern Conference is in disarray. I don't think there is much to, to play for or against over there. Again, with St. Louis, Minnesota, you're playing for home ice. And then in Dallas and Nashville, those two teams not playing each other, Anaheim at Dallas, Nashville at Arizona. Dallas and Nashville are playing for the rights – to not play Colorado, I guess you could say. The loser of that plays Calgary, which is no great consolation. Calgary is a tough team, but there shouldn't be any question that Colorado is the avoid team for these two. You've got Anaheim and Arizona as opponents who are neither are very good. And role of spoiler, I suppose. Both these teams, Dallas and Nashville, are heavy favorites because they're much better teams and a little bit to play for. You cannot play those teams straight on the money line. You cannot play them on the regulation line. You cannot play them on the puck line. But you absolutely cannot play their opponents. So there's only one option on those guys, and that's to put it into a parlay. So there's the three-team parlay. Well, it's, I'm going to add a third to it. You can get Dallas and Nashville at plus 102 if you shop around. It's most places are going to be you're going to pay minus 103, minus 105, that that area. And that's an absolutely okay play. What I've done is I've added the Yankees in baseball to that to make it a plus 207 parlay. That's a significant addition there. And yeah, obviously now you have three knives that can knives that can uh, cut you on that one. I don't think the Yankees are the, the, the threat to lose. I think it's the Nashville or Dallas Stars teams that could just, you know, 
soil themselves there. So that's what I'm doing is Dallas, Nashville, adding the Yankees for plus 207. And I'm taking the wild and the blues on a two-team parlay at plus 188. Again, the pizza and beer parlays both won yesterday. So nice situation there. And I think these are pretty good value here. And obviously you can mix and match these if you don't agree with my, my logic on that. I, I just didn't feel like Dallas and Nashville is the best two-team use. I wanted the Yankees in there to get a, a bigger payoff for the risk-taking on Dallas and Nashville that they don't show up. And again, I, they have every reason to show up. The opponents don't. So that's what I'm doing there. And then the Wild and Blues, really, that's a solid two-team parlay. You're getting good value because neither one of them is a huge favorite, less of a favorite than both of the other, you know, Dallas and Nashville. There's no sense in not doing that as a two-team parlay and then therefore not getting extra risk and ruining that plus 188. So that's the logic I use behind it. But again, there's some mix and match values there. If you've got another opinion on that, please feel free to do what you want to do. Moving on to baseball, I've got a dirty dozen here. Actually, 11 games. I'm going to get 12 picks in those 11 games. And obviously, these are not – we're not – again, I – this is not something where I'm shooting a shotgun or throwing a bunch, closing my eyes and throwing a bunch of darts or pin the tail on the donkey kind of thing. These all have value. Here's the interesting play on it. None of them yell to take. If it's a game that I really feel confident in, so does the market maker, and I have to go run line on it, which reduces the value of it. A couple games I had to do same game parlay. And there's a majority of them this this day, this today, are standard money line, old school baseball betting. And so I know some people will appreciate that. Although I think uh, a lot of listeners are into what I'm doing on this with, this with the correlated parlays. Without further ado, let's jump on it. San Diego and Pittsburgh. I think the only value there, and it is good value, is San Diego to win and over four and a half in a correlated action at minus 120-ish. Again, you have to shop around. The same game parlay books are significant differences on how much you pay. You absolutely have to shop around on that. All right, Boston and Baltimore. I'm just going to take Boston on an old school money line, minus 135. Now, when I say these, you have to shop around. The numbers change constantly, and each book may or may not have the better uh line from one moment to the next. It's usually consistent. The best line will stay the best line. It's just that it might get better or worse. Uh, Not, you know, there's nothing new to that story there. All right, Tampa Bay and Minnesota. Going to go with Tampa Bay, money line, minus 130. Take the Mets over the Philly, Philadelphia Phillies at minus 125 on the money line. Going to go with Atlanta over Texas at minus 130 on the money line. We're going to go with Milwaukee over the Chicago Cubs. On the money line, minus 145. And here we've got the Yankees over Kansas City on the run line at short odds. And then we'll take the, we'll create a little value here. Well, with the Yankees plus, just to win, plus over five and a half on the same game parlay. It's slightly less juice than the run line. You should be able to get that at minus 120 and minus 115, respectively. Then we'll take Colorado at home on the standard money line at minus 120 over Cincinnati. In Oakland, you got a great pitcher in Montas going today, so you got to bet on Oakland, but you can't pay that juice because it's Oakland and they have no offense. So we'll take Oakland at under 10.5 and, 
at minus 105 and hope that uh, Cleveland's lack of pitching over the last week plus does not allow the Oakland bats to light it up today because they certainly were letting up at the beginning of the season. So Oakland in under 10 and a half at minus 105. Then we'll just go with the Dodgers on the run line and the San Francisco Giants on the run line. Very, very short juice on both of those. And that's the plays. Best of luck.